to another Bible lesson. Today I will be talking about how opportunities are laid out before us because of the spirit of Jesus Christ that lives inside of us. So Father God, I want to ask that you take away any evil thing, any evil word, Lord, that is being spoken in the earth realm, that you take it down, Lord. So I will be able to preach this lesson and that the people listening to it, Lord God, will comprehend it, Lord. I ask that you forgive me for sins that I didn't know I did and didn't know I did. Lord God, I ask that you immensely bless the people listening, bless the people out in the world, bless the people, Lord, during this time, Lord. Lord, I ask that you help them. Help me, Lord, in each and every way. In Jesus' name, amen. So we're going to start this Bible lesson off with the story of Jesus. How he came on this earth to save us by dying on the cross. Now, when he died on the cross, his spirit was given to us. Now, jump back to the nativity story when Jesus was in a manger. Three wise men came to give him gifts. And that story is an example right there that Jesus' spirit lives inside of us. And if you are chosen, if God has purposely picked you to do something on this earth, it's going to happen because the spirit of Jesus Christ lives inside of you. It says in John 15, 16, that God did not choose you, but he chose you. Hmm. By that, I'm hearing the Holy Spirit say God did not choose you, but he chose you. Because when Jesus died on the cross, I heard my mother say this a long time ago, that Jesus is in place of our sin. So God no longer looks at us in a sinful place because of Jesus. So when God looks at us, he says, I do not choose you, but I choose you. Because God did not choose us. He chose the spirit living inside of us, which is Jesus Christ. And because he chose that spirit living inside of us, Ultimately, he chose us. So I want you to know when someone is saying to you, you are not chosen, you are not made for this, you cannot do it. I want you to say this to yourself, that God did not choose you, but he chose you. Speak to the spirit of God and say that he did not choose you, but he chose you. He chose Jesus, the spirit of God inside of you. He chose that spirit inside of you because that spirit that lives inside of you, which is the Holy Spirit is the Spirit of God. And because you have the Spirit of God, ultimately, He has chosen you. So nothing, nothing in this world can tell you nothing. Because, let me explain this to you. One more time so you can get it. Because of Jesus' death on the cross, he chose the Holy Spirit to go inside of you. And now that you have the Holy Spirit living inside of you, you can do all things because he has chosen you. He has not chosen you because of the talent you have, 
because of the gifts he's given you, because of the parents you have, because of the place you live, because of the state of mind you're in now. He did not choose you because of those reasons. He chose you because the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. He chose you because he know he, he knows that Jesus died for you. He chose you because Jesus came on the earth to save you. He chooses you right now because of that reason. And in John 15, 16, it says, you did not choose me, but I chose you and appointed you so that you might go and bear fruit, fruit that will last. And so that whatever you ask in my name, the father will give you. And that is so powerful because that is Jesus speaking in the time when he's about to go get taken by the guards. That's God speaking to us through Jesus saying that you did not choose me, which means that we did not choose Jesus. That's that's the amazing part. We didn't get a chance to choose God because God already chose us. And when we're ready to come back to him, he's going to say to you, I've already chosen you. I've already appointed you. Now let's get to work. Let's get to your purpose. Let's do what I've called you to do. Let's go forth in the land and bear my fruit. Just like it says in John 15, 16. It says, let's go forth. Let's go forth now. Let's go do what I have planned for you. Because God waits on us. He is a merciful, he is a just, he is a powerful, he is an understanding God. And when we choose, when we choose to choose him, he's going to tell you exactly what the Holy Spirit is saying inside of me. I have already chosen you. Let's get to work. Let me get you to where you need to be. I have already chosen you. And what I'm trying to say is that Jesus is telling you now that God's already chosen you. That dream of singing, that dream of acting, that dream of dance, that dream of the arts, the dream, the dream to go to school, to go to college, that dream. That dream God has already seen in you. That dream God has already chosen you for. It may not be exactly what you want when you get older. But it's going to be something close. It might even be something better because that's just the kind of God God is. He'll give you better than what you even asked for, wished, could have imagined above your highest dreams because that's what God will do because he has already chosen you. Before you can choose him, before you could choose yourself, God has already chosen you. And when you're ready to choose yourself, when you're ready to choose God, he's ready to choose you because he's already done it. He's already done it. And because of the Holy Spirit of Jesus living inside of us, we have the authority to be chosen. We have the authority to have that opportunity higher than anyone else because the Holy Spirit has taken root of our lives. Now, God wants you to know this. For you people in the world who may say, well, right now I don't have the Holy Spirit inside of me. 
Well, that's not correct because it says in God's word in 2 Corinthians 13, 5, that or do you not know, do you not realize about yourself that Jesus Christ is in you? Mm. Do you not realize that Jesus Christ is in you? You may not realize it now, but as I'm speaking these words, I hope you see, understand, and you feel that the power of Jesus Christ, his authority rests inside of you. And it also says in Romans 8, 11, that the same power that raised Christ from the dead is inside of you. And that same power is Jesus Christ. When Jesus Christ, that spirit right there is God. So God ultimately lives inside of you. Jesus is the moral. He is the human version. He is the picture of God. So when they say Jesus Christ, because he took our place, he's ultimately saying God. Because of Jesus, God can live inside of us. Because of Jesus, we have the authority. Because of Jesus, we have that opportunity. Because of Jesus, we have higher than any other. Because of Jesus, whatever we ask in his name, God will give. Because of Jesus, if we do right towards God, he will give us the desires of our heart. It says that in Genesis. I want you to go find it. I'm not going to tell you. All I can tell you is that it's in Genesis. Um, the Bible verse that I'm talking about that's in Genesis is the one that says that if you honor God, and give him all your praise. Honor God to the highest, which is obedience. If you do that, he will give you your desires of your heart. But that's only if you can honor him. Because God already knows his spirit lives in you. He already knows Jesus lives in you. And ultimately, that's him living in you. So what you do is what God does. And some of you may not understand, but let me explain it to you. If you get into something bad, the Holy Spirit doesn't, he doesn't, the Holy Spirit doesn't want that for you. When you're hanging around the wrong crowd, doing the wrong things, the Holy Spirit is at a distaste. The Holy Spirit is at a distaste. But when you come back to God. The Holy Spirit does not no longer have that distaste. The Holy Spirit has no longer the feeling of why I might need to step back. I might need to get farther, but I'm still connected to you. I might need to move a little bit. When you come back to Jesus, you get closer and closer to him until you can feel his touch. And by feel his touch, I mean the Holy Spirit takes over you like a, like a flame of fire. It says in his word that God is sharper than any two-edged sword. And God is the word of God. Because it says in his word in Genesis that God was, God was the word. And the word was God and the word was with God. If God was before time. And if the word was God and the word is God. That's showing you right there. That the word was God, which means God is God. 
The word was God, was his Holy Spirit. And the word is God, is Jesus. Jesus is the word of God coming out of Jesus's lips. It's God's words. So when it says the word is God, the spoken word out of Jesus's mouth is God. And because we have that spoken word that is coming out of Jesus's mouth, we have the authority. We have that authority. And what I'm trying to get you to see, the moral of me speaking this sermon is to get you to see that people who are listening to this, who are in the darkest moments of their lives, who don't understand why God is doing this, why God is, is making all of this happen. It's not God. It's the enemy trying to get you to think that it's God doing wrong to you. But ultimately, it is God. He's putting you in this hardship because he is molding you for something big. He's about to lay those opportunities out before you like never before. Let me say that again. Let me say that again for you. The, the word, the mouth that's telling you you're in the darkest moment of your life. You cannot come out. You cannot get out. That is the enemy. But what's happening to you now is God. God working in the midst because God is about to mold you. He's about to set you up. He's about to make you. He's, he's about to recreate you. Woo! He's about to recreate you into something big. So those opportunities can be laid out before you like never before. Now, let me repeat this to a simpler version for you long, younger listeners. Because this is for all ages. God wants you to know you may be a young little girl. You may be a young little boy listening to this. But God wants you to know. That those same opportunities, those same dreams you see others having are laid out before you if you just accept them. You have to take the exception of knowing that the, the Holy Spirit lives inside of you. Take the acceptance in your life that Jesus Christ is in you. It says it, says it itself in 2 Corinthians 13, 5. Do you not realize about yourself that Jesus Christ himself is in you? His spirit is in you. And when you let him take control over you, you become like him. Because God has taken over you and used you. And when you're used by God, you become his vessel. You become his vessel. And God wants you to know today, this day, that whatever you're going through, God is getting ready to recreate you. And by recreate you, it's not going to be girl one. It's going to be girl 2.0. It's not going to be Nia one, but it's going to be Nia 2.0. It's not going to be Nia one, but it's going to be Nia 2.0. It's not going to be Camilla 1. It's going to be Camilla 2.0. 
God's about to do something big in your life. Do something big in you. Where you're about to be set up for the opportunities. And just like Jesus, just like Jesus in the manger, did Jesus go up to the wise men? He didn't. All he had to do was come. All he had to do was come. And right as he came, they came with gifts at his feet. And that's what God is trying to say to you. Jesus is Christ. Jesus Christ. Mm. Jesus Christ lives in you. So you don't have to come to the wise men in your life. You do not have to come to the people who are going to bless you. You just wait. But God has that star over you. That star over your head. That star over your head is him. That star over you is Jesus' spirit living inside of you. And because of that mark, that mark of him on your life, you don't have to go up to your wise men because your wise men will come to you. You do not have to go up to your blessings because your blessings will come to you. You do not have to go up to your opportunity because your opportunities will come to you. And the moral of this lesson that I'm trying to say is that it's not just God, but Jesus living inside of you. Some people say, oh, the, the spirit of God lives in me. The spirit of God can live in you. But Jesus Christ has to live in you first. In order for when God looks at you, he sees Jesus. And when he sees Jesus, he sees you. And when he sees you, he sees miracle. When he sees you, he sees miracle, baby. When he sees you, he sees blessing. When he sees you, he sees heaven. When he sees Jesus, he sees you. And when he sees you, he sees a world of opportunity. Because you have his spirit living inside of you, which means he can use you. That's why you have the key to unlock the world of opportunity. So as I pray. I am going to ask that the Lord help you understand. And when I when I pray, I really, really, really hope that you understand this word and that you accept it. So, Father God, I just want to thank you for this word. Thank you, Lord, that you've given me the words to say, the words to speak. Thank you, Lord, that you've given these children comprehension, that you've given these adults comprehension to understand, to hear, to listen, to understand, to comprehend. Lord God, thank you that you've given me the Bible verses. Thank you, Lord, that you've given each and every one of us listening and me speaking the key to the world of opportunity. That key, Lord, is Jesus living inside of us. That key is your spirit taking over in our lives. And Lord God, because of that key, you can use us in any way possible. Because of Jesus being our light shining down when he came. We have that key to the wise men, to the opportunities, to what we've been dreaming for, to what we've been praying for, asking for to just come to us because of that star in the sky, which is you, God, 
which is Jesus, that star in the sky that is over us. Because of that, Lord, you shine a light on us for our opportunities to come. So thank you, Lord, for this day. I ask that these children be blessed, that these adults be blessed, that everyone be blessed listening to this, Lord. And take this word seriously, Lord, because their blessings are on the way. So, Lord God, I ask that you do just that. Just as you said. In Jesus' name, amen.